Again, all sorts of really cool jobs that people have. This came out of the video that went viral. The sign, uh, the person who does the sign language for Snoop Dogg. Yeah, and she's into thought it. That was really? such yeah. a cool job, and she preps for that fifty to eighty hours per concert. Yeah, it's not her first time around, and so we thought, you know what, that's a cool job. Do you know someone who has a really great career that you're even jealous of? Let's inspire some grads because there's so much out there, mm-hmm. but you don't realize it because you're busy doing what you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's true. When you hear about what other people are doing, it, it, it'll jazz you up. So we've got some coming up from our Facebook page, and we'd love to hear from you at 877-310-4MSJ. Uh, Sam, our daughter Phoebe's ha- Phoebe mm-hmm. has uh, met a new friend who lives across the street, a girl her age, and every afternoon she peeks over to see if if Caitlin is home. Right. And if she is, she's like, Mom, find out if I we can go ride bikes. And it's really cute because I'd call you know, text her mom, Hey, can Caitlin come ride bikes? And before I had even hit send, they're like, Yes, she wants to. Caitlin's at the door and they head off. You know? Mm-hmm. It's really sweet. In fact, that is what childhood should be. Kind of like watching a Disney afternoon. movie, really. Yeah. Ah, I love that. Look, we spent countless hours on bikes when I was a kid in our old country neighborhood and we went everywhere you know our yeah. parents didn't know where we were that whole thing that whole bit which is yeah we would venture off to parts of the neighborhood i'd never seen before right and you know find Discovery. woods and just would yeah. be gone all day my bike was my car yeah you know did you play that game too and i pretended i my bike was a car once i had a speedometer on it uh, on a right. bike yeah i got one of those for my birthday you don't remember they used to make speedometers for bicycles yeah uh, I, I remember my brother had to have one too how fast did you ever get it up to mm. uh, i don't know maybe 23 something <laughs> like that <laughs> you think you can go 60 but yeah. you can't that's your freedom vehicle when you're a kid okay um but anyway what's funny is i wanted to ask you guys the question so phoebe has a bike that i think she's way too tall for it's, yeah She's outgrown it, but she loves it. And then there's another bike that used to be Taylor's that she can have, but when she gets on it, it's a little too high for her, she feels. Mm-hmm. So what's better, to be smaller and get on a bigger bike and or, or to be more comfortable on a small one? Yeah, that's or, the thing. I can't, I can't think of the numbers right now, whether it's 20 or 24 inch, but I think Phoebe might be a 24. 24- Four incher? Really? I'm not sure. I have to. I'd yeah. have to look at it. Yeah, you've well, had a lot of kids riding bikes, yeah. Sam. I thought the way that you could tell is is when you when you stop, you just tilt to the left. As long as your left leg can touch the ground, oh. you're okay. Well, that's, that's a good. We told. need to do that trick tonight. She is riding seat. seriously every single day. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Sam is the food dude. Yes. How about this? Bacon and barbecue at Chick-fil-A. My goodness. Okay. uh, Coming up next, though, in your first Hollywood Outsider of the morning, you guys ready for the Michael Jackson biopic coming to Lifetime? Because like it or not, it's coming. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Ready or not, whether you asked for it or not, Lifetime is in the biopic business. You know, we had the... Well, um, they have been for a long time. I guess, but it, when they when they go pop star, it's a little bit harder. Yeah. It makes you, it's a little bit harder Cheesier. to swallow. Okay, yeah. so the Michael Jackson biopic is debuting Memorial Day, okay? Rolling Stone posted the first trailer this week. It's called Michael Jackson... Jackson searching for Neverland and it's based though because there's so much you could tell right mm-hmm. you could do a weekend long movie um, it's called it's it's based on the book Remember the Time that was written by Jackson's two bodyguards so it focuses on the last parts of his life yeah and the Wait, act- right up until his death yeah there's, yeah. there's some, uh, part of the trailer has Dr. Conrad Murray and yeah really? like the investigation yeah. so the star of it his name is Navi he's a Jackson impersonator who claims he worked for Michael Jackson for 17 years as a decoy. He also claims he's the best Michael Jackson impersonator. Yeah. <laughs>
Raising these kids alone is the hardest thing I've ever had to do. There are good people in the world, and there are bad people. I'll always protect you. He's a native of Tri- native of Trinidad. Have you seen the pictures? Have you did you yeah, watch that? I watched he as looks much like as I Michael. Could. He also had he underwent several like surgeries to make his face more closely resemble Michael's there towards the really? end. It's crazy. So as like far as permanent surgeries? Yeah. He spent wow. his life okay. impersonating Michael Jackson and then he got this role. So you know he's loving this. You know, what's sad to me about this, and I guess it's because it's the most sensational part of it. It's gonna create the talk and that's why they focused on the last part of his life. But I mean why not focus on the Jackson five years or is childhood well, maybe they will. you know or well maybe they will at some point. They did this based on the book that was written by the bodyguards and the bodyguards only worked for him towards the end of his life yeah. but they swear that they loved him and cared for him and so this is stuff that you didn't know okay okay it's on lifetime and i'm just gonna say of all the pop people you could copy he looks like michael freakishly yeah but you still can't make me watch debuts on uh lifetime may 29th coming up next with murphy sam and jody sam's the food dude chick-fil-a is adding a new sandwich that has barbecue sauce and bacon on it i'm in heaven so there's so much going on. We never want you to miss a thing. And in case you didn't hear that Sam caught a shoplifter in the act, he did that in the After the Show podcast the other day. So catch it at murphysamandjody.com if you want to see how he handled it. Yeah, the legend of the story is growing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like it to be more embellished. Sam always finds the new eats. He's the food dude. Chick-fil-A, yummy sandwiches. Uh, they've added something for a limited time only for the next few months called the Smokehouse Barbecue Bacon Sandwich. And yeah. everybody's got a smokehouse something these days, yeah. don't they? It's I don't gonna, want them to go too crazy adding stuff. But it's got bacon, right? and it's got it's on one of those, those Hawaiian-style buns. Love. And it's got barbecue sauce, the Colby Jack cheese, lettuce. Mm-hmm. The only thing I'm iffy on it is it's grilled chicken. I bet you if you asked them, they'd put it on one of the fried chickens. Oh, yeah. I feel you. Um, <laughs> Murphy, you're going to say your line here? I'm willing to try this. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm willing to try that, but I think I'm going to ask for the fried chicken substitute like Sam said. I mean, too. what are they going to say? No, we yeah, don't. I mean, that's not me, the way it comes. Right. <laughs> I mean, when you say Chick-fil-A and you picture what you're describing, I picture it on that little fried piece of chicken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My grandma true. loved Chick-fil-A. Um, we she all... loved that they were closed on Sunday. Yeah, that was her thing, right? Exactly. <laughs> She's like, finally a business, respecting the Lord. We all love <laughs> Nutella, correct? It's funny. Yeah, we course, do love Nutella. I never tasted it until last year for the first time. Um, How did that happen? I just never did try peanut it. butter man uh okay. they opened up a nutella cafe in chicago actually it's going to be opening up at the end of this month yeah and then all the recipes all the stuff on the menu is going to have nutella in it yeah i mean breakfast classics pastries crepes fondue and even some uh some paninis and stuff i don't know how they're going to work it in a panini well if you can put peanut butter on a sandwich you can put nutella uh, on a sandwich yeah. murphy had a burger recently somewhere that was a peanut butter and something something burger remember yeah, yeah but it didn't have nutella on it well, I'm saying you can do anything with Nutella that you can do with peanut butter. Think about it. I don't know, man. I wouldn't put it on a hamburger. Yeah. That would be too sweet. Peanut versus that hazelnut flavor. Yeah. I don't don't know Okay, whatever. Anyway, chocolate. If you're in Chicago after May 31st, check out the Nutella Cafe. And Lucky Charms Lovers, there's a chance for you to get the boxes that that have only marshmallows. They're, I need this for Phoebe. They're running this contest right now. If if you get up, they're giving away ten thousand boxes of the ones with marshmallows. Oh, that's a lot. Okay. Yeah, you, you buy a regular Lucky Charms box that has the special marshmallows on it. Yeah. And it's gonna be regular, but inside you might have the lucky coupon that says, "Guess what? You won one of the ten thousand boxes." Is it now? Like I can buy now? Yes, you can go now and buy it. Excellent. Oh, cool. 
Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Hey, Sam, remember our termite problem? Was Mur- well, Murphy was outside with the binoculars again last night looking <laughs> for them. I'll tell you whether they are gone or not. Sam, you remember how yesterday Sonia called and she was giving me and Jody advice on the termite swarm at the house? And explaining yeah. that they're... The- their wings fall off and then they die. Yeah, well, her husband worked for Terminix, so yeah, they kind of had the inside scoop. You know, I mean, I'm kind of in the midst of the craziness and me kind of secretly worrying: Are these going to start eating wood around the house? Um, now knowing that they leave their colony because it's too packed, fly oh, wings fall off. Really, where they land is where they hopefully get to create a new colony. If they don't make it, they die. Man, it's, it's a, a weird mission, chain. man. Yeah. It is a risky mission. So, so I didn't know they leave because it was overcrowded where yeah. they were. That's exactly that's the re- when you see them swarming, they've a they've, bunch of them have decided this place is just some- getting too tight. Gotta yeah. get out of here. We gotta go find a new place. Right. Yeah. And uh, so you know, I get home last night. And I'm like, okay, I want to see this in action. So you know, it gets dark. The lights are on, waiting for them to start to come around. The lights. What do you think happens last night? No termites. No termites. Wasn't the first one swarming last night anywhere around it's the house? They're all dead. The the wings are I everywhere. I guess so. And the wings are everywhere. That's the truth. But I mean, I went out. It's like confetti. I, yeah, it, I almost became obsessive about it because every ten minutes, I'm like, well, let me go. Maybe they're back out now. Mm. Maybe if I go stand outside in it, they're in it. I even sort of had the feeling while I was standing outside that one was on me, and it wasn't. So Ugh, stop saying that. I know, but they're gone, and they feel what? weird because I mean, when their wings fall off and they're crawling on you, it's just weird. So yeah. glad they're gone because you know I walk the dogs every evening. Yeah, and when you're walking the dogs and you're visiting, you're talking, or you start running a little bit, you want to run with your mouth open. You know, get as much oxygen in as you possibly can. I don't do those crazy, you know, breathing things. Um, you get bugs in your mouth so easily when that happens. And <laughs> At least it won't be termites now. I just thought it was weird, though, ah. that it went from hundreds yeah. to nothing. You it, 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 Does it taper off? There had to be a few left that were still looking for a home. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm mean, glad they, they're gone. Me too. I wonder if they learned their lesson. No. Should have stayed where you it's were. a natural cycle kind of thing. Or maybe they are burrowed under the ground yeah. finding their next feast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Call or text us, 877-310-4MSJ. We're going to continue this discussion of who has a cool job. Do you know somebody who does something that's really wonderful? Maybe we'll inspire some grads, some recent grads, because, you know, you get stuck in doing what you do. You don't realize all the different things that are available Mm -hmm. out there. Um, Shalimar has got one next. Do you know someone who has a really cool job and what is that job? This all started because we were fascinated with the Snoop Dogg sign language interpreter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's really into it. And yeah. you hear about it, wow, that's a really cool job that she gets to do. 877-310-4675. What's up, Shalimar? Not much. I just wanted to come let you guys know that I have the coolest job. Oh, okay. Okay. cool. Okay, you have a cool name. I know that. So, <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> what is your job? I'm a family intervention specialist for youth villages. Oh, wow. And what I do is I work with at-risk youth in their home for intensive services three days a week. I work with the family and the children mm-hmm. to come up with a plan of, to meet safety requirements. Right. Because they have a lot of referral behaviors, mm-hmm. such as drug abuse, substance abuse, mm-hmm. trauma. So we just go in there and we come up with a bunch of plans that help the family be successful. Cool. Um, and so when you go in there, two questions. Do you go alone? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are you welcome there? They're, they want your help? or Sometimes they want your help, and sometimes um, 
they're not as receptive in the beginning. Right. But my job is to make the family feel as comfortable as possible with me. Mm-hmm. And then also to let them know, hey, I'm here to help. You know, I'm not here to take, remove the child from the home or to do any further damage. You know, I'm here to help and to make sure that the child remains in the home and can be successful. Right. Mm-hmm. So did you plan to do something like this or did you sort of stumble into it? I kind of stumbled into it. I was a daycare director for 18 years for the Army. Mm. And uh, my husband retired from the Army after 24 years. This was just something I stumbled into, but I love it. No kidding. My gosh. A daycare director for the Army. So does that mean you were like a little junior drill sergeant? (laughs) (laughs) I Uh, can be if you cross me. I believe you. Um, That is wonderful. And we know what this... People calling and sharing their cool jobs. I was saying, you know, the other the other day to the guys, maybe it'll inspire some recent grads to realize there's so much more out there. You just got to get in there and start working, and then you might you'll find your way. Right. Absolutely. This has actually inspired me to go back and get my master's degree. Nice. My bachelor's is in child and family services, and I'm 46 years old, so it's never too late to do it. Yay! Thank you, Shalamar. That's great. No kidding. 877-310-4675. Tell us about your cool jobs. Or somebody that you know has a a really good one. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. A big honor for comedian David Letterman, who's still busy growing a beard and being Mm -hmm. a hermit. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Sam, I know you heard this David Letterman news, so... Let's talk about it. David Letterman, who is 70 years old now and retired and growing a Santa Claus beard. Man, I tell you, that beard gets bigger every time we see him. It does. And you know, he's so mellow now. One of my favorite quotes from Letterman recently, one of the one of the interviews he did since retirement is he said, they said, do you watch late night television? And he said, no. He hmm. said, once he made his peace with the fact that he was done, he said, it's not my problem anymore. So he really doesn't dig into that. Into that. Wow. Isn't that yeah, crazy he, weird? I, no, I, I kind of understand it. But you figure every too. now and then you might check out a carpool karaoke or a something, you know? Maybe he's not being 100% truthful. Who knows? But um, I'm glad he's chill and relaxed and doing what you're supposed to do, right? Yeah. Uh, because he hosted so many shows. He did this for so, so long. Well, David Letterman is going to be the 20th comedian to receive the Mark Twain Prize for American Humor. And that's a big honor. Um, he's been there when he presented for mm-hmm. people like Bill Murray last time, I want to say. I am glad he's going to get that because he deserves it. Yeah, I never even, you know, I don't think about this. I never even thought about it. But when he was there presenting last year for his friend Bill Murray, you think he's wondering, hmm, I wonder if they're going to give me this one. This prize only began in 1998. Oh. I didn't know it. I thought it would, had been like for all of time. Well, you put Mark Twain on there, you think it's been going on for a while. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um... I was reading about him because of this, because of this award he's getting. It was announced. It'll be later this year that he gets it, and everybody will kind of roast him with it and celebrate him. Yeah. He started as a weatherman. Did you know that? Probably. I'm sure I've heard that before. But He started as a weatherman, and people realized around him, and he realized that he had a knack for comedy right. when he literally live congratulated a tropical storm on being upgraded to a hurricane. Yeah. And you can hear him doing that, oh, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. You can totally hear David Letterman Snarky. doing that. So um, look for that later this year. It's kind of cool. I also have a quickie that Charlie Hunnam, who's currently starring in the 
King Arthur movie that bombed at the box office. I can't believe that. I heard all that. It's like he gets all the casting tough breaks. Anyway, Charlie Hunnam turned down a Game of Thrones cameo. They wanted him for something. He had to say no because of scheduling conflicts. He hates it too. He'd like to come back. There's not that much more to do. Yeah. A couple of seasons. We'd like to see that. I'm sure they could fit him in somewhere. HBO. We'd like to see that. All right, coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning at 7.55, Snoop Dogg gets into the game show business. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Coming up just after 7, more of those uh, cool jobs. Whether you have a cool job or you know somebody that has a cool job. 877-310-4MSJ. So, who do you know that has a cool job? Super cool. It could be a friend, family member, or maybe it's you. Yeah, eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ to let us know about your cool jobs. I have a uh, high school, uh, I guess, friend from high school graduated with me. He was an astronaut. He was an astronaut. Well, he might he still be. I mean, he never actually flew in the space. He was just one of those. You know, he made the still. cut, but he didn't fly. He was kind of like on the bench. Yeah, yeah, waiting. Oh my gosh! That's yeah. cool. He went through, the, and that means that he went in that big plane that simulates gravity or weightlessness. Yeah, Obama Obama Comet. yeah right. Yeah. Wow. So wait, this is a friend from high school, Sam, of yours. Yeah. And have you like taken him out for coffee yet to talk oh, no, about it? I haven't it? Like, seen him since high school. Man, I'm surprised that you haven't. I'm just you know, one of those things where you come across on face like, oh well, look, he's he was running one of the space centers that. Oh my God! Near here, isn't it one of your lifelong wishes to have been an astronaut? Yeah, I mean, it's not like he's going to cut the cable. I mean, cut the red tape for me. Well, but you know what? In the program, but what he could do? Think about this. Maybe this ought to be your bucket list thing. Does he even live here, or will you have to go see him? I have to visit. So, So, you know, plan a little trip. Maybe you'll get some special access to see things that other people wouldn't get to see because of your connection. Yeah. You live vicariously through him being well, an official you astronaut. You need to be invited, though. You yeah. don't need to say I'm coming. Next month, know? we got that high school reunion. So if he shows up at it, there you go. I can weasel my way in. There's your conversation starter. Mm-hmm. I think you've got your in. You know, I flew with the Blue Angels, but I never have flown on the Vomit Comet. Got any connections? <laughs> Why, yes, I'm an astronaut. But maybe, really? Maybe he's got stories. Maybe he's got pictures. Are you maybe, kidding me? Of course he does. Maybe he has the inside scoop on UFOs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so you sure don't want to bring your high school reunion. With I just you. don't know, like if you're, like you said, Murphy, if you're riding the bench as an astronaut, how far you've gone in training. You know, doesn't yeah. matter. He's still an astronaut. Yeah. He's gone farther than you and me and wow. everybody else, thanks, right? Thanks, Jody. It's still. I don't. You could ask him that. Like, yeah. what are your regrets? Have you, you know? I didn't what? make it to the moon. <laughs> well, that definitely qualifies as a good as a cool job. Yeah, you don't I didn't want to realize. get him in a depressing conversation. <laughs> <sighs> okay, eight seven seven three one zero four six seven five. We do want to hear from you on that. Um, on the way, music news, Sam. Uh, yeah, the uh, looks like the Eagles have found a replacement for Glenn Fry. Believe it or not, um, don't want to believe that. <laughs> no, you like it. Uh, coming up next, Jody has today's uh, good thing, a little positive news to share. Yeah, it's a docu series that you can dig into if you want to know more about the life of and get really personal with figure skater scott hamilton it will make you smile that's next sam had quite the action-packed day a couple of days ago where he caught a shoplifter in action <laughs> took him down right. myself caught a lot of, a lot or of, saw a lot of facebook uh, action on that too and, and you can uh, if you missed all of the all of it catch it in our after the show podcast which is still up at murphysamandjody.com or you can subscribe to the podcast and listen to it that way good news jody's good thing a little positive news all right, there's always so many good stories. I just happened to stumble across this, and oh, how good it is. 
You guys all know Olympic figure skater Scott Hamilton. What yeah, an inspiring man. person he is. He was as a, just a figure skater. He was, but he's just a great you know person, and he's had a really long journey in life. You know, he's a four-time cancer survivor. Right. Four times. Okay, so... Isn't he, he the first one that did a flip? I think so, yeah. but don't quote me. Like, don't sports quote me, yeah. please. Um, he's doing this thing with People Magazine. People Magazine does these things, the People Entertainment Network, PIN, and it's a docu-series, and it's already launched, so you could go on now and watch almost every episode. It's like six epi- episodes, six okay. or eight episodes, and the last one's going to be like released next week, and it's all these just little episodes of him bringing you into his life. Whenever I start a speech, I talk about if I had to write a personal ad, you know, what would it be if I had to be 100% honest? And it's short, bald, half-neutered, chemoed, radiated, surgically repaired, retired male figure skater of unknown ethnic origin, seeks a beautiful, intelligent woman for long walks, laughter, and the interest of my hobby of collecting life-threatening illness, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Isn't that funny? That's how, he, you know, he was just he's just being honest about who he is and um, talking about the fact that he was adopted. It's wild growing up up as an adopted child is it a case of being unwanted or chosen and my mom always made me feel chosen ah oh my gosh and then he did meet somebody he's married her name is tracy they have Mm -hmm. a big family a big blended family they have some of their own biological children and they've adopted from haiti and they they share all of that in these six episodes i was really happy just being a father of one but we really felt there was more. We came home and unpacked and got the kids in bed, and I was standing here in the kitchen. Scott walks down the stairs, comes in, and I go, I think it's time. And he finished my sentence and goes to bring those kids home. Wow. He's such a cool person. It's a doc. We, talk, we always awesome. talk about binges. This is a docu-series. You can watch it when you want to. Six episodes, and when you can get the link at murphysamandjody.com. Good news. Jody's good thing. All right, Sam's got music news next. Yeah, the Eagles have now found a replacement for the late Glenn Fry. I don't think so. Sam's got music news. Well, the Eagles apparently have found a replacement for Glenn Fry, who died back in January of 2016. Uh... Don Henley said, you know, back when Fry passed away that he wasn't sure the band should continue. Exactly. I didn't think it ever ever would. But then they made that big announcement about uh, the Eagles and Fleetwood Mac appearing at one in New York and one in Los Angeles. And so I'm thinking, how how are they going to pull that off? Well, Glenn Fry now says they're going to use, excuse me, Don Henley says they're going to use Glenn Fry's son, Deacon. Take it easy. How similar does Deacon sound to Glenn? He must sound really if, good look, because... Look, to pass the Don Henley test, Don Henley is a very picky, yeah. particular dude. And I would say hard to please. He said when he, they got together, he said you could just tell it was in the blood. He said, mm. you know, if it had been anybody else, probably wouldn't have done it. But it's, he said it seems to sound right, so they're going to go ahead with it. And he did say there is one other musician that's going to be along for the ride. But he won't say who that is just yet. Okay. I don't know who else is going to join the band, but the, the, the concert's in July at Dodger Stadium, and then after a couple weeks later at City Field in New York I guess City. that's a nice way to honor 
Glenn also. It is. And I can see how that makes sense. It's not the first time that's been done. When Jody and I saw Sting in concert, his son was on stage. Mm-hmm. Sounds just like him. Yeah. It doesn't crazy. look anything like him, but no. sounds just like right. Sting. And then Wolfie, Van Halen, yeah. right? And then, uh, went on Le- tour with Van Halen. Led Zeppelin, you know, the drummer, died, but they have his son, Jason Bonham. That's yeah. right. When it, whenever they have gotten together, okay. they used him. Okay. Uh, they got another... Uh, <laughs> TV show coming out that's going to be putting together a musical act. It's called Boy Band. Mm. Starts June 22nd. The two judges slash coaches are Nick Carter from the Backstreet Boys. Yeah. And, uh, Isn't he kind of the bad boy from the Backstreet Boys? Yeah. I think so. And Emma Bunton, also known as Baby Spice from the Spice Ooh, Girls. Yay. They've got 18 contestants from thousands of people that put in applications. Of those 18, they're putting together three six-person bands, and then they're going to go through the process. It's kind of like that show that they used to have called, the, what was it, a Making the Band? On, yeah. It was on MTV. Yeah. So it's kind of like that. So once they figure out what band they want, they'll have a new boy band or You know why they're whatever. doing this? It's not for the show. It's not to groom people. It's so that they can have a band and try to recreate what happened with One Direction. Cha-ching. And Backstreet Boys. And, and uh, yeah. O-Town. And yeah. 98 Degrees. Yeah. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. All right, let's keep going with cool jobs. Do you have a job that's really awesome or someone that you know or love? You know, you don't ever know what's out there until you really, you know, explore it. Yeah. 877-310-4675. Josh, you are next. Do you know somebody who does something for a living that you're jealous of? Is it really cool? Or do you have one of those jobs? 877-310-4675 to reach us. Hey, Josh, how are you? I'm good. How are you? We're great. Good. Excellent. Sweet. Well, I, I just wanted to tell you a little bit about my sister. She's literally an angel. Oh. Uh, I was on death's doorstep. My kidneys failed. Mm. And uh, she was a perfect match. She donated a kidney, uh, and she saved my life. Wow. And then now she's an audiologist at Cincinnati University Hospital. Yeah. And she specializes in cochlear implants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she helps people who have never heard sound before in their life. Oh, my gosh. She helps them to hear. Wow. Did she, was and, she doing uh, that before she gave you the kidney? Like, or did yeah, she? She's, yeah. Okay. That's been her career since she graduated high school, you know. Yeah. She went to college and she's got her doctorate. No kidding. And, uh, yeah, that's changing people's lives. Does she work with mine. she work with young people or older people with mm-hmm. the hearing? Both. Has she ever been there? Whenever the, it, the you know they I guess hear for the first time to see what their reaction when they, is. They when they put the cochlear implant in, they can't activate it right away. Right. So then they come back in and and uh, yes, she's been there. When children have heard their mom's voice for the first time, or I, I can't imagine. I mean, I've seen it, but mm-hmm. I still couldn't imagine how powerful of a moment that is. Wow. Right. Oh, my gosh. That is a cool job. I guess she loves it. Yes, she absolutely loves it. Sweet. Does she know you're calling us to talk about her? I don't think she does. Probably not. She lives in Cincinnati, <laughs> but I'll call her and tell her. <laughs> Sweet. What do you do, Josh? I'm a customer service representative. Wow. Tough job. Yes, it is. That yeah. time's. Do you like it, though? I do. I listen to you guys all the time on my way to work. You guys do a great job. Well, thank you. Thank you, Josh. We appreciate that. Let us know if you have a cool job or if someone you love has one. Like I said, you never know. These stories could inspire inspire somebody somebody who recently graduated or if you're looking to change your life. Mm -hmm. 877-310-4675. 
Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Uh, my mom, better known as Miss Judy. Judy. Yes, she's about to make probably one of the biggest technological leaps in her life. Oh, yay! And she You're needs, helping her, Sam? She needs my help on mm-hmm. this. And if you don't follow us on Instagram, we don't want you to miss out, you know, the daily stories, those kind of things, and, and just basically keeping up with what happens after the show. I posted a picture of you the other day on there, Murph. You didn't even know it. Did you use the right filter? The one that makes me look handsome, I didn't, fine, You didn't need sexy? a filter. How about that? <laughs> well, that's sweet. Thank Aww. you, Jody. Okay, Sam, so what is this new technological thing you're helping Miss Judy, your mom, with? Because we love Judy. Uh, it's this, this little thing called Netflix. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah, she asked thing. you? Kind of like producer David having to help his mom his with parents, it, his parents yeah. with it. Uh, when I was talking to her on Mother's Day, she just brought it up out of the blue. Yeah. Asking me what it was, how do you get it, how much does it cost. Right. You know? So I'm going through all these things. And Found yourself like, a salesman, did you? And, and, but it was funny because she's like, you know, I just really don't watch the TV no more. And I hear mm-hmm. everybody telling me about the Netflix. And I should. <laughs> Wait, I should, she, calls she calls it, it the Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and she just so, wanted to know, you know, the kind of stuff that's on there and would she be interested in that. And so, you know, I ran down a few of, like, you know, I tell her we liked, I liked what we all like to watch Bloodline. I'd like to confess. Yeah, season three is about to start. Man, yeah. that's a ride. I don't know if I'd start her on that. It, yeah. How progressive is your mom? Is she going to be able to handle some of this stuff? That probably no. She wouldn't um, like that. I don't know. I, I told her, I said, you know, you may want to try out Hulu as well. I said, because. Netflix is like a comedy specials and, and original stuff, a lot of drama. I was like, Hulu, if you're looking to catch up on TV shows. Older TV shows, too. Or older ones or new ones, because usually like, you know, the new ones and NBC and that, yeah. they run the next day. <clears throat> you know, my mom has Amazon Prime and all that, and she watches what she wants when. And my brother gave her Roku for Mother's Day, but I've been trying to get her because I want her to watch Mad Men. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't have Netflix. And I guess she could get it any other way. But I, I always thought, it's the whole time I watched that show with you, Murphy, I was always thinking that my mom would love it. Yeah. I think she would, too. I, I didn't I didn't even get into Google Play and Amazon because no. I... She just needs to. She needs to stick get, to the basics if she does anything. So did she choose Hulu or Netflix? No, she didn't. She was just asking a lot of questions, and then I started oh. talking about a Roku and a stick, and I, I was like, know. right away, it's like, well, well, I got, I thought I wanted Netflix. You do, but to get the Netflix, you might need a Roku stick if you don't I, have. A, I think, smart the net, TV. I think Netflix is the best place for her to start. Yeah. Yeah. Me, as, anyway. As she would say, to get to the, the Netflix, Netflix. Netflix, she needs the Roku. Yeah, I'll <laughs> let you know how it turns out. Coming up next, Jody's got the Hollywood Outsider. Let me tell you about Snoop Dogg's new TV show that everybody in the family can watch. <laughs> Jody's Hollywood Outsider. We've been talking about Snoop Dogg so much this week, you know, when we were discussing that sign language interpreter who was so awesome and stole the show when he played Jazz Fest. Yeah. That, that story is the reason we launched the topic of cool jobs. <laughs> okay, Snoop is back in the news this week. He is going to, he signed on to host for TBS a reboot of the game show The Joker's Wild. I don't remember this show. I don't know anything about it. I do like game shows. It was one of those trivia question things, and you got to pull the stick like a slot machine and win money. Yeah. According to Snoop, this was a no-brainer for him to say yes. He's a huge fan of game shows, and he said that Joker's Wild was his favorite growing up. Uh Uh-huh. Okay? And so he's going to bring his own flavor to Uh this game show. He says that. He said it's going to be wild. And it was a campy, cheesy show, right? Okay. It was your typical 70s game show. He's so funny. Wait, my question is this. This is TBS. 
and this is Snoop, will he have to be censored? Will he be able to be himself? I don't remember TBS pushing the envelope as far as language. No, and stuff. I mean, and because it's a game show, they're not going to do that. Because I mean, kids watch game shows. He can do that, right? Though he's done a show with Martha, he can be good. Yeah, he can behave, mm-hmm. right? Because I'm thinking about other networks that push it, like AMC. The first time I ever watched, you know, like Breaking Bad on AMC, I was like, this is this is a network. You can't curse. Like, you can't put this on. The kids are home. Okay, so look for Snoop later on. I've got other TV news. You know, Big Bang Theory is giving us a spinoff called Young Sheldon. Yeah. Later, it actually, it's going to be this fall. So Jim Parsons will be narrating it because it's about his character, Sheldon, when he's a kid. They did a ton of auditions. They found this great kid. And they said, by the way, he just popped immediately. They were auditioning thousands of kids in this particular one. He's a no-name. His name is Ian Armitage. Um, get used to seeing him. And CBS released a little preview of Young Sheldon yesterday. I was exploring dimensional kinematics. Admit it, he's adopted. How can I be adopted when I have a twin sister? Think, monkey. Think. That's enough. Now let's pray. I'm uh, <laughs> Young Sheldon. It'll follow Big Bang Theory when it debuts this fall on CBS. So coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning around 8.30, a big honor for Mr. David Letterman, who's in retirement. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Coming up next, though, Sam, mm-hmm. the popular name for babies. Well, it's gaining popularity for baby boys that came from a recent Star Wars movie. Cool. Love spreading the positive news. Jody's good thing earlier this morning. Uh, in case you missed it, it's Scott Hamilton. And, you know, I mean, not only was he celebrated for what he did, did in on the, the Olympics ice. and on yeah. the ice, you know, the survival of cancer. His family and adoption. He's just like, just one of these positive stories overall. Yeah, it's a docu-series you can dig into, so check that out. Yep, you can uh, download the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast and catch this morning's good thing in case you missed it. You know, recently we were discussing in here um, baby names that are classic that are making a comeback, but I just found out that there's a Star Wars baby name that's popular thanks to Star Wars, Sam. You want to take a guess at one of the most fastest growing baby names? Boy or girl? You know, it's, boys. it's probably not anything like R two D two or three C three PO. So no, it's new. It's, it's got to be Luke. Ah, yeah. No, I mean I know that's a biblical name, but still, Star Wars could influence it. It's not. Wouldn't be Obi Wan. No, no. I guess it's from one of the. It's because of the Force Awakens. Oh. So it's a newly reaching the Jedi. <laughs> no, that's old too. Yeah, it's a villain. Does that help you? Um, yeah, I can't remember what uh, the son's name was. Kylo? Kylo. Yes. The Kylo. villain character Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of little boys being named Kylo and spelled the same way. That's K-Y-L-O. Odd. Just because it's a villain name doesn't mean you don't like the name. No, that's no, true. You know, I mean, Dar- Darth was a villain name, but you don't see too many kids named Darth. I hope not. Actually, that would be cool. <laughs> Darth Brooks. Not to be confused with Garth. Combining two different things. Right. <laughs> Don't think he's never done that, I'm Country sure. Country from the dark side. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Kylo, it's a pretty name. It's cool. Yeah. I guess it's not the one I would have thought of. Like, you know, Leia or Luke, I would think people would take and run with. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I've never known a girl named Leia. Yeah. It's pretty. It's yeah. different. Yeah, that's true. I've known a lot of Leas, no Leas. Yeah, but pop culture... <laughs> That's what uh, it's pop culture is always going to influence that. That's yeah. what, how we name Phoebe Phoebe. You know what I mean? No, it's not it really. Is. Why do you say no? You know that is exactly I don't want our why. child to think we named her after friends. No, she knows we that it was liked, inspired by that. It's right. okay. We liked the name Phoebe and it became yeah. very, well, familiar. We were hearing it all the time because we were watching it a lot. 
That's all, Phoebes. You're not named after a character. Uh, right. <laughs> all right. Well, on at the- least she's not named Ursula. Hey, I made a friend's joke. You're right. Very good, Sam. First one, Sam. (laughs) (laughs) All right, coming up, producer David um, brought some letters that the students wrote him when he went to career day, and I've been reading over some of them. them. So we're going to share a couple. David hasn't even seen these yet. All right, and uh, cool jobs. You know, maybe you have a friend, or maybe you've got the cool job. This was inspired by the signing. The sign uh, language language interpreter. So we'd love to hear from you, 877-3104-MSJ. Shalimar, you're next. Do you know someone who has a really cool job, and what is that job? This all started because we were fascinated with the Snoop Dogg sign language interpreter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's really into it, and you yeah. hear about it, wow, that's a really cool job that she gets to do. 877-310-4675. What's up, Shalmar? Not much. I just wanted to come let you guys know that I have the coolest job. Oh, okay. Right. Cool. Okay, you have a cool name. I know that. So, <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> what is your job? I'm a family intervention specialist for youth villages. Oh, wow. And what I do is I work with at-risk youth in their home for intensive services three days a week. I work with the family and the children mm-hmm. to come up with a plan of, to meet safety requirements. Right. Because they have a lot of referral behaviors, mm-hmm. such as drug abuse, substance abuse, mm-hmm. trauma. So we just go in there and we come up with a bunch of plans that help the family be successful. Cool. Um, and so when you go in there, two questions. Do you go alone? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are you welcome there? They're, they want your help? or Sometimes they want your help, and sometimes um, they're not as receptive in the beginning. Right. But my job is to make the family feel as comfortable as possible with me, mm-hmm. and then also to let them know, hey, I'm here to help. You know, I'm not here to t- remove the child from the home. Or to do any further damage, you know, I'm here to help and to make sure that the child remains in the home and can be successful. Right. Mm -hmm. So did you plan to do something like this or did you sort of stumble into it? I kind of stumbled into it. I was a daycare director for 18 years for the Army. Hmm. And uh, my husband retired from the Army after 24 years. This was just something I stumbled into, but I love it. No kidding. My a day, gosh. A daycare director for the Army. So that, does that mean you were like a little junior drill sergeant? <laughs> I uh, can be if you cross me. I believe you. <laughs> um, that is wonderful. And we you know what? this People calling and sharing their cool jobs. I was saying, you know, the other, the other day to the guys, maybe it'll inspire some recent grads to realize there's so much more out there you just got to get in there and start working and then you might you'll find your way right absolutely this has actually inspired me to go back and get my master's degree nice my bachelor's is in child and family services and i'm 46 years old so it's never too late to do it yay get out there and do it thank you shalomar that's great no kidding 877-310-4675 tell us about your cool jobs or somebody that you know has yeah. a, good, a really good one. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Okay, so producer David went to career day a couple weeks ago, and yeah. now he's gotten thank you letters from the seventh graders. Cool. Sweet. And so I'm going to read a couple of them coming up. You ready for this, David? Oh, yeah. So producer David went to your sister's school. Your mm-hmm. sister's a, t- a junior high teacher, and you went to her school a couple weeks ago to do career day to talk about, hey, Murphy, Sam, and Jody, a radio show. And so you had fun. Yeah. You explained about our podcast and the YouTube channel and what we do and all that good stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. When you 
they obviously your sister assigned them all to write thank you notes. Yeah, maybe I didn't just know. to you I or everybody. Kinda, I was kind of hoping they were coming after y'all got thank you notes after y'all went and touched that science class about That's radio right. waves. Right. But I had no idea they were coming, so they just got in the mail, and so. I, you know, I thought it'd be fun to bring I, to work. I've been so. looking through some of them. Um, it's it's a good thing to teach. I mean, absolutely. Shout yeah. out to teachers but, for afterwards you teaching know them to send thank you notes because that's one of the most important basics they will ever need to know for the rest of whatever career they choose. Communication, absolutely. Communication, thank yous, and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Those people always get ahead. Here's a couple I like. This is from Maya. Dear uh, Mr. David, thank you for taking time off your podcast to come to our school. You were my favorite session. I yes. really love. That you get along so well with the people you work with. I inspire to have a relationship like you and them. Mm. You called them family. We didn't know that, David. Well done. Okay. (laughs) I hope you are happy where you are. Miss Laura is my favorite teacher. And you were both peppy and happy in front of us. Best wishes, Maya. Hey, Peppy is David's middle name. (laughs) It's in that family's DNA. Um, here's my here's a maybe my favorite one. This was from Peyton, and this is proof that there was a sentence like they had to have at least this many sentences. Oh, requirement, right? Uh, dear Mr. David, I loved your presentation. It was very informative. Thank you for taking time off to come and teach us. I'll tune into your show soon. I love the fact that I could listen on all mediums. This is a filler sentence. (laughs) (laughs) Peyton. That is funny. (laughs) Slick, Peyton. Yeah, Yeah. very, very slick. Yeah, I love the thank you note thing. We just talked about that recently, right, Murphy? That one of the things, and this is, listen up, grads, one of the things that employers really look for, not as much as your major, but your communication skills, written and um, in person. Right. Communication skills, super important. Maybe not writing that it's a filler sentence on a job application, <laughs> yeah. but it's super cute. That fun. Coming up next, Jody's got the Hollywood Outsider. Why David Letterman may have to clean up later this year, even though he's busy being retired and growing a beard. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. David Letterman, who's of course retired, set to get a big honor later this year, the Mark Twain Prize for American Humor. I'll tell you something else, uh, and I know people are well-meaning, but I am sick and tired. Maybe, Paul, you get a little of this. What are you going to do now that you're uh, retired? Yeah. What are you going to do now yeah. that you're retired? Well, uh, yeah. okay, all right. You want to know what I'm going to do now that I'm retired? Yeah. By God. I hope to become the new face of Scientology. <laughs> you know, he's turned down countless interviews to come on countless shows oh, yeah. to just talk about his life now. But He does what he wants. He's retired. He's growing a big Santa Claus beard and doing what he wants to. I guess he'll maybe clean up a little bit for this night coming up later in the fall when he's honored with this. Uh, he'll be the 20th comedian, comedian to receive this honor, David Letterman. He is 70 years old. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Sam's mom is going to be getting into Netflix, or as she calls it, the Netflix. The Netflix. Yeah, hopefully, with, yes. With the help of Sam. And even even if, Sam, if you think that she's, well, some of the shows would be too rough for her, mm-hmm. Jody's got one that would be a fit. Well, here's the deal. I wanted to tell you, you could set her up technically and then tell her to call me for what to watch. <laughs> yeah. True. The it's daughter true. That, the daughter she never had. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> well, maybe I am the redheaded stepdaughter she never had. She's always treating me with a lot of love. Mm-hmm. She always has. I have been in your life for a really long time. Yeah. She's not in that capacity. No, um, I started watching the new Netflix series, Anne with an E, with Phoebe. We send word to Mrs. Spencer to bring us a boy. You don't want me. 
There's no point in crying. There's been a mistake. Oh, okay. Girls, so I I read the book when I was growing up. It's a classic piece of American literature, it's especially Anna Green for Gables. girls. Right, Anne of Green Gables. All of the classy shows have a British accent, as we know. Yes, yeah. they do. Um, Taylor was like, she read it too, and she was walking, pacing, going, "You, this is horrible." And Phoebe, who loves stuff like this was falling asleep, poor thing. She was like, it's, it's good, Mommy, but it's so slow. And I'm thinking that ju- at least the first episode is just slow. And I'm hoping it picks up because I really want to binge something with Phoebe, who's 12. And I'm already... Taylor's watching Grey's Anatomy, so I sit in on that sometimes. You want something that's a fit. I want something that's yeah. a fit mm. for you know for us to do together. I'm not saying your mom should do this. I'm just saying I'm hopeful. So maybe Anna Green Gables just doesn't cut it anymore. If no, it's too the story slow. you mean? No. Don't say that. It is forever. I think it's like the season, you know, the pilot episode of any show is kind of like that. Right. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. We're going in the kitchen, Sam, for the easiest summer side dish mm-hmm. ever that always goes quickly at our house. You can check out our recipes and my food blog at murphysamandjody.com. I threw something up there this week. Producer David got it up there for me. But you have um, a fancy name for this blog yet? Jody's food blog. Okay. Not good enough? All right, you go to work, creative mind, right. and come up with a cool name for me. But this is something I throw together at the house, especially during the summertime when I have all these fresh tomatoes. I love fresh tomatoes. You know, lately it's been the little bitty ones, mm-hmm. like the little orange ones. In my brain, they taste different than the red ones. Do they? Probably not. Murphy yeah. thinks not, but I think they do. Anyway, so sometimes on a summer night when I'm throwing together food for the family, even if it's just sandwiches, a side dish that I'll do is sliced up fresh tomatoes. I like the little ones because they're bite-sized, you know, on the fork. And marinated artichokes, artichoke hearts with it. Yeah. Do you like artichokes, Sam? Mm. I've had them in, in places that they've been disguised enough that I can eat them. Yeah, yeah spinach dips. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like Occasionally them. on a pizza, they're decent. Oh, man, they're good. But I like them marinated. And you can buy them in, in the jars marinated, yeah. and they're so good like that. So I cut them up into bite-sized pieces also and put them with the tomatoes. My plan was to stick them in the oven, and they're really good warmed up like that with some cheese on top. Mm-hmm. And that's a no-brainer. You don't have to cook side dish. I did them like that, and Murphy ate them cold before I could wow. even put them in the oven. He loved it. So it's an easy summer side dish. Go get it. MurphySamAndJody.com. Invite you to stick around because uh, the After the Show podcast is on the way next. Oh, yeah. We're going to find out how Giselle Bunchen and Tom Brady are just like me and Murphy. Really? Mm-hmm. One's a <laughs> million, exactly a million dollar quarterback, and the other's a fashion model. <laughs>